You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, as we jump back into things, uh, we're going to be doing Barbie, which uh, that's just a cataclysmic movie phenomenon all to its own. Uh, I think probably we're not going to be able to get to anything else, uh, even though there are like some streaming things. But uh, coming up, I do just want to say... Uh, what we're going to be doing in like the next couple weeks, uh, just like I went through some stuff for you to watch on TV, uh, we're getting close to the yeah. end of the year, even though that sounds crazy. That's so weird. <laughs> we're getting close so to uh, when the giant push starts happening yeah. of all of the award things. And uh, even though a lot of them may not come out until December or November or whatever, right. it's still, uh, you know, the the real festivals that, like, start kicking that craziness off yeah. uh, are coming up. And the, the marketing that's going to start happening is, like, everyone's already going to be talking about them. That's how, right. like, it works every year. By the time we get to, like, October... Uh, we will be at the point where, you know, we will have seen everything that's coming out out for the year, or at least we will pretty soon. But the whole shebang actually starts like so quickly now. Yeah. Um, But so what I'm going to do before I can't do it is uh, like the next couple of shows, probably uh, we're going to do like a similar kind of a run through of like what is coming up that is going to be like on streaming things right. uh movies and maybe tv shows i guess um where you know as time goes on we will just be all about award stuff and not necessarily you know here's this you know kooky thing on some streaming thing that's actually awesome that you better check out or whatever because yeah. it just won't be Right. It just won't be as high on the radar. So what I want to do is just uh, cruise through each week for at least a couple of weeks. That was like the just part. a bunch of stuff that it's like, hey, don't let it's this right. you know get completely lost in the shuffle of bigger you know stuff yeah. that's coming out. We're also getting pretty close to uh, parts of September anyway, and parts of October actually have some cool things coming out uh so we'll, we'll have to Dude, do some of that we're two weeks away from september i know like that is i i mean i guess i knew it but i didn't know it like it's it's funny to be cognizant but still clueless like yeah. i i know it's not june but dude we're so close to like holidays yeah it's 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 weird weird. and it's It's so weird it's especially weird this year because most years right this would be the time where i started saying uh i'm just going to have to cover a little bit at least uh talk some about like 
the new fall shows. Yeah. And we don't have that this year. Yeah, that and the awards. I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see the, how long the there are no there are no new fall shows. Just, yeah. uh, if you want like a bit of a laugh, real quick, yeah. and you don't pay attention to this stuff like the way right. we maybe do right. or whatever, you know, just Google like the new fall lineups yeah. or something, and just <laughs> look at the little graphics that yeah. they're put, they're putting out, <laughs> and they're all bad. And I don't. I don't mean to pick on like one. That's okay. Thing in particular because they're all goofball right. at this point, right? But the CBS one just it's really awful. cracks me up the most of anything. Yeah, because it's so they've got all these like graphics of like the <laughs> primetime schedule, and it's like, look, new primetime schedule, and it's got you know little stars and you know neon yeah. lights flashing, like right. it's some big you know giant deal, yeah, and I it's like. It. Uh, you know, old episodes yeah, of Blue Jones Bloods or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I'm showing how old we are. It's, yeah, old is the new new. It's so funny. There's all there's like reality TV everywhere because yeah. they can do that. So they've got sure. like all these reality shows, but they've got like four or five spots in their lineup that they like hype and they're like, here's old episode, random old episodes of a show that's been on forever. And yeah. it's like what? And especially <laughs> Blue Bloods. Blue Bloods, right. whatever the Tom Selleck, like, yeah, they're like all. Which the fact that that show still exists is <laughs> hilarious in itself, right? To uh, you know, most of the population anyway, right? Like, it's just so. It's like a Friday night <laughs> show that I don't know how it stays on the air, yeah. Anyway, right, right. except that I guess on Friday nights, if you have this all the... the really old people yeah. <laughs> turn it on CBS and don't change the channel or whatever. I mean, not that the show is horrible or no, anything, but that's not but, it. But it's like how many at least ten seasons yeah. or something. How many now people watch like it for insane. how long? This is like sometimes I'll drive by something and I'm like, I don't know who shops there. How do they pay their rent? I know it's like, a front. How many right. times do you have to sell something in whatever your store sells in this area to be like okay? We're right. here for another month. Like, how many people have to watch Blue Bloods? Well, to keep that thing on, or because no one makes it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Like, there no are ratings, like, right? We're going. There are ratings, and we yeah. know what they no, are. I know. I the know. Blue, it, it, it always, uh, whenever we're me up, totally man. just I know, randomly babbling at this gone. point, but it, it always cracks me up to think <laughs> about because you know, we're old, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Every once in a while, I think back because I, I wrote this thing and it was a long time ago when I wrote it, but it was like some uh, the Tuesday night lineup like over the years or something right. because I just I wrote this big, long thing and it was just to, you know, give a perspective on what TV ratings are or something right. like that. Uh, and it every once in a while, something like Blue Bloods, I just think back to it because the ratings right. are are so low on that right. it, in like the. Uh, you know, if you put it in context or right. whatever, right, to shows getting to stay on the air. You know, to, yeah. Uh, and, and it always cracks me up because, like, I wrote this thing, and, and at the time that I wrote it, it was like, uh, you know, American Idol was, like, right. insanely yeah. Yeah. Uh, popular, right? And the best ratings that American Idol ever had right yeah did not beat the worst ratings that growing pains had right and it was like the right. number like five show 
at its height. Right. Right. Ever. Right. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The difference in what it meant to be a good show. Yeah. Right. I mean, because I think like, you know, American Idol, like maybe had like 11 million right. viewers at like Aster right. or something like that. And and you could be at the time of something like Growing Pains, right? right. Like you could be like a sad little show that you didn't right. know was going to get renewed and have better ratings than yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so weird to think That's about. So funny. But anyway, uh, I just it, it's it's so weird to me to not be watching tons of TV shows right yeah. now that right. are about to come out, right? And, <laughs> Yeah, and it's like no one's got anything. You yeah. can watch. There's like a few, you know, streaming shows that have been, you know, like in the can for six months already, right. and now they're planned to come out or whatever. And but yeah. other than that, yeah, it's so this is a really weird <laughs> year for uh, figuring out what to do because, yeah, I don't know, man, nothing. It's gonna right. be it's gonna it's be some strange yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so um, before we just uh, babble for like an hour about nothing, yeah, uh, Barbie. Um, so, which the latest news on Barbie is just now how much money Margot Robbie's going to make. Right, <laughs> that's right. just its own story now. Her million We're dollar bored with how many people have seen it and how much money yeah. it's making now, and uh, I think. Now for like the fourth week in a row, it was still number one yeah. or whatever, and yeah. I think it still made about thirty-five million ish yeah. on, on its uh, on its last weekend, which right. you know would be number one for a brand new movie yeah. like a couple of months ago. Right. So it's it's still, still just yeah. uh, crushing, and you know it's uh, I don't know the the backlash and controversy sure. has at least kind of died down by yeah, now because it's old and boring there's but, new things to get mad about but it, yeah <laughs> always right which is so <laughs> uh but anyway so so barbie we'll just uh jump in right <laughs> yeah um i'm not going to explain the movie and what happens yeah. other than uh, because everybody knows right. uh, something by now. And really, the less you know, the better. And there's no chance of you not knowing anything. So I might not. Right. <laughs> I might as yeah, well right. not might be not the do it. thing that spoils it for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, but what everyone does know, or the trailer tells you anyway, right. is, uh, you know, Barbie lives in Barbie land. Yeah. And, it, and everything is Barbie and yeah. everyone is Barbie or Ken. Right. Or, God, what's the... Uh, Alan. Alan, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I was about to just say Michael Sarah. The perfect, thing, <laughs> perfect part is not knowing his name. Right. Like, that's exactly. actually who Alan is. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, and, you know, through strange events or whatever right. right like she ends up coming to the real world and 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 her and ken right. come to the real world and whatever so um and it's very uh it's very kind of like goofily cartoonish yeah purposely purposely and, yeah and uh and in weird and like fun ways that you're not used to and it reminds in a strange way of if they had done the Lego movie like slightly differently right where there was it was not quite as 
much animated, right? Like if they had a little bit Pulled more of the real little, world yeah. Uh, yeah. in it, then we would be in like very similar circumstances, kind yeah. of. It's it's like the you know crossing of the streams, and, right? You know whatever. Anyway, that's the general take. So uh, to throw out our ratings before we just babble too long, uh, the first thing I have to say is this movie should have been a ten. I was really you were trying for it. I was really kind of annoyed that it wasn't. And uh, every so everybody loves the movie <laughs> or hates it, right? Usually, <laughs> yes. Um, and you know, several people in my family have seen it. They all love it. Oh, uh, man, it's you're actually hard. It's actually no. It's it's actually really funny when everyone I know loves a movie, yeah. right? Because then yeah. the first thing that happens when anyone I know, but especially in my family, yeah. but but really anyone I know, if they really love a movie, then yeah. they don't want to talk to me about it. Right. So I don't want you to tell me yeah. anything about right. it because you're going to have hated it. Yourself. That's right. Keep that smug. <laughs> and you're here. gonna you're gonna tell me all these reasons, right? And then I'm gonna go, man, you're gonna <laughs> hate this. Yeah. Right. No. But uh but I was really disappointed, especially because it was Greta Gerwig. Right. Who uh, you know, it is good and I'm She's a huge fan of. Super solid. And uh she wrote it with Noah Baumbach, who yep. <clears throat> um, you know, they've clearly worked together a lot, but also she's done her own things, all of which I loved. Yeah. Right. Um, so I was a little disappointed that it wasn't a 10 because it should have been. And as we say, almost every week we could fix it and make it better and it would be or whatever. That's right. <laughs> but, um, but in the end, for reasons that I'll get into later, the best I could give this was eight and a half. Huh. I was a little off. Not much. Okay. Because I had, I had several things, uh, that I was kind of disappointed with. At one point, I kind of almost went seven and a half or eight, maybe. But yeah. I'm like, well, I don't know. I feel so. At some point, there are complaints that I have, and it's like I just keep having the same complaint, and I don't know that it's fair to keep right <clears throat> pulling stars or whatever because you know. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I I I wish it could be more, and it should yeah. be more. Uh, but uh, no, nah, I can't get past eight and a half. And it was funny. I'll just throw out real quick because uh, those people, we have a caller. Those those people, uh, were really disappointed in my eight and a half. And I'm like, look, man. So the family <laughs> is their ten. They're oh, yeah. Had had your uh, excuse me. Had your just out of curiosity. Had your son seen it? Or are we talking about your no, wife? No, but he wanted to. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I wanted to see it. It's, yeah. it's been one that I've been waiting to see anyway, because we, you, you are a bit more in for Greta and Noah than I have been. But anytime their films come up, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm all over it. Let's go see it. Because right. I know it has the potential of being a 10. Right. It's just, it's often there. Um. I I was at eight for a bit, and I settled more comfortably because it's the zone. I like seven and a half. Yeah. Um, and I also think, because I thought when we were watching it, aside from 
the opening scene, which I think is very funny and sets a sets a tone for the film because it parodies, uh, you know, it parodies the famous ape monolith scene from 2001. Right. Um, and it wasn't what I was expecting at all. I don't know what I was expecting to start the film off. Maybe something just sort of like, <clears throat> excuse me, allergies are awful here. Um, it, it, I thought maybe it might start off like a Tim Burton, um, you know, Edward Scissorhands-ish kind of like pastel neighbor, like just right, fun. Right. And, and it's not far away from that. Um, I, I had problems with it. I had some weird issues with it. It also isn't some of the things that I took from it. It's some of the things that the film just didn't do. Um, I actually think on some level, boy, excuse me. I think on some level, it's actually sort of limited by its Mattelness in a way that the Lego film, which seems to be the easiest comparative thing, boy, film, satire, a lot of social commentary, you know, enough enough adult things in there to keep you entertained while the kids are just looking at boys. Um, the Lego film had a bit more freedom and I think had more teeth to do what it was doing. But I also have been pretty amused at the last couple of weeks of looking at the criticisms for the Barbie film, the Barbie movie, um, and just sort of being amused at what people are offering because they didn't get what they wanted right. in the film. Not right. that, excuse me, God, not that the film delivered something and did it clumsy or badly or just that scene didn't work. It's that, well, I wanted it to say this. Right, right. And it didn't either enough, it did it too much, or it was just like you, you are just like the porridge is too cold, the right, porridge right. is too hot. Like you want to make a Barbie movie. Go get your iPhone and go make your movie. Like <laughs> right, you'll be happy right. with that. But so <clears throat> there's there's a bunch of things that are going on with the film, and you know I'll follow you off yours or you know rattle off a bunch of things with mine. I think though to the extent that what we're gonna do, we always make fun of anyway, which is we rated it pretty high. Now let's just shit on it. Right now we're gonna so we're we're gonna do that because I feel like we have to haze that which which we love. You know, right. so <clears throat> that's gonna happen. Um, I'll say up front that I like the story for the most part. Um, I think the casting is absolutely wonderful. Uh, you know, I'm a bit surprised how much I liked Margot Robbie, but that has nothing to do with how talented she is. I just didn't, I guess there was a part of me that thought there was going to be something that someone else who would do this instead of her. Um, but she's, she's great. You know, and I, I love seeing her in this, uh, you know, Ryan Gosling is perfect. Uh, Michael Sarah, like just every, every America Ferrera, everybody is in here. But I guess in handing the baton over to you, I'll say this. Okay, we had a short technical difficulty break there, yeah. uh, so we have uh, cut off Shane mid sentence oh. uh, due to uh, some issues we had, and we're gonna have to uh, jump back together here. Um, but we already gave our ratings uh, for yeah. Barbie, and you were about to start talking about. I think that you mentioned, uh, like you just said, yeah. and in real life Thanks. just said, yeah, uh, that, <laughs> that you uh, you had mentioned that the cast was great and stuff like that. Yeah, because I, if I remember where we were, you know, basically 
teasing both of us about what we were about to do, which is rate it high and then crap on it, right? And me just trying to run through a gamut of quick things because I want to hear, I want to hear, I think, I feel like me coming in at seven and a half, eight in that zone is different than you coming in at seven and a half, eight at that zone because I feel like whatever bothered you was big enough because I feel like you like Greta and Noah's work more than I, which also means you are, I think sometimes you're more not forgiving because you're critical of stuff too. But I think that when it lands right, it really hits you well. And if it doesn't, I think it sours you harder. And I'm sort of curious, like if the culmination of, if the accumulation, excuse me, of all the things that knocked me down a little bit and a little bit were more or less the same things for you. But in essence, just saying before, you know, taking a swing at the film, like a pinata, that I thought the film was was perfectly cast, really. In, in a weird way, I didn't think Margot Robbie was the one to be Barbie, not because she's not talented enough. If, if there's a weird problem with the film, and this sounds kind of goofy to say anyway, I think that it's got too much talent in the film. And I mean that also behind the scenes. I think Greta, though, it's hard to argue with how much money this thing's making, that... The news this morning is it just passed the dark night yeah, for like yeah. money. So like this is an insane money making film, right. which is awesome. I'm happy for it. Um, but it's also like some of the things that I think are problematic with the film lie in the fact that they feel hamstrung or written into places that they just shouldn't be written into. And I don't know why that is. Like. Yeah. So so I think it's perfectly cast. I think everybody's really wonderful in it. I think even seeing familiar faces as other Kens and Barbies is like really wonderful. Right. There's a there's a moment here where I think the cast is actually sort of detrimental. And again, this is how it just swings back and forth like a pendulum for me. But the film is beautiful looking. It's got so much like art design that just wows you. It really is a fun movie to watch. It's a fun experience to have. And in the end, I think what I'm mostly griping about is that it didn't nail everything that it should have nailed and get to a 10 or at least a high nine. Um, But all of those little things for me just kept adding up as the film kept going on and on. Yeah. So anyway, I'll I'll remember all my gripes. um, So yeah, to jump into that's obviously what we're gonna do, and hopefully uh, we're not gonna like repeat ourselves yeah. uh, much now that we had to uh, restructure Little things break. and come yeah. back. Um, so I guess the jumping off point, uh, like you were saying, is we have to bash on it, and uh, I know we said before, like I said, this should have been a ten. Yeah, uh, and it it ticked me off that it wasn't. And so like I gave it eight and a half. Yeah. You gave it seven and a half. Yeah. And, um, and, and I think the thing is uh, like, I, yeah, there's some realm where maybe it's really a nine. Yeah. And I gave it eight and a half just because it wasn't 10 and it, and it should have been or whatever, because the decisions that happened that made it only nine are worse. Right. 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 Especially because it's got everything else going for it. And just so that we don't constantly bash on it, you know, I think Margot Robbie is great. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling is great. 
And I'll probably take some flack for this, right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, you were talking about Margot Robbie. I, I like her enough, but in some things I really don't. Uh, in some things she's just wrong. I don't think this is one of them. I think she was, I think she was great in this. Yeah. Um, but it's not like I just love her all the time and right. everything that right. she's Jack. in or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, Ryan Gosling is probably getting to that point though. Where you love him in everything. I don't remember the last thing I didn't mm-hmm. like him in. So he is so solid in so many things. Mm-hmm. Even, I mean, going back to, you know, stuff like drive and, I'll go further. Every we can get time, him to the notebook. Like, every time I've seen killer. him in anything, he's I have amazing. liked him. It's weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and obviously, La La Land. Uh, sure. He was great. But anyway, uh, but what I was going to say that I'll take some flack over is I think Ryan Gosling is actually better than Margot Robbie in this, even though I think okay. she's really good. I think he's really good. And here, And my thought on that is it's like diving, right? Because I think he has a higher degree, degree of, of difficulty. difficulty of what he's doing. And he does it so good, it's weird okay. sometimes. I think yeah. he is really... There are some things that he has to do where he has to have, like, you know, eight different thoughts and emotions mm-hmm. in, like, ten seconds and has, like, three words to do it with. Right. And he does it. And when it's done, you go... What just happened? And it gives you three others too, right? Right. Yeah. And he, I think he just nails a lot of it. So that's my. I'll probably get grief over saying he's better than Barbie Booby. I want to piggyback just for a second. One of my bigger problems with the film, and this is where I was coming at initially from saying there's too much talent here. Um, and I wouldn't want it the other way because I wouldn't want it to be like you guys hired C-list actors. You needed you needed to get B's and A's. I think, and again, um, the easy the easy counter to this position also is I'm just an old white guy at this point right. commenting on Barbie films, okay? And I get that. I think the problem, one of the problems that I have in this Barbie film is that Ken is a more interesting character than the, than the star, which yeah. is Barbie. And I say that by also way of saying that Ryan Gosling is so talented you give him a small part, which is by design. Ken is, in the world of Barbie, an accessory. Right. Okay. He is a dream house or a car or a boat or a ski or an outfit. He accessorizes her. Problem is Ryan Gosling is so goddamn talented that he steals every scene he's in with her. Even when Margot Robbie, and she is incredibly talented too, to her defense, I don't know outside of like the Birds of Prey film, which I don't think was her fault. She did what she was told to do. Yeah. I don't think she's ever done a bad job in anything either that I can think of. But you put her in this scene with him, and even when she's firing on all cylinders, and there are times when she has to really act, especially near the end when she has like these Pinocchio revelations of like, I want to be a real boy or a girl or whatever. Um he just stamps her. He just He's buries just everyone else. And, yeah. and the problem with that is, and I had to think about this a little bit when I was driving back after the you know pause yesterday. When's the last time I felt like the main character of the film was the main character of the film? And the first thing that popped to mind was Black Widow. You know, when Scarlett Johansson is the main character on the title and the poster, and she's like the second or third most important character in her own film, right. you have a problem. Now, that was a problem with writing. Right. This is just a problem. You just hired somebody who's so friggin' good. 
that he doesn't make you look bad. He just can't stop looking good. Yeah. And in my mind, the problems with the film also stem from not his scene stealing because I love everything he does. It's just that I think that's a problem with the movie. Yeah. Fundamentally, the film is her film and it should be about her journey to do these things as a secondary figure doing tertiary things for a quaternary inclusion later, his stuff feels more important. And I get that he's easily a foil for this because really he what he represents and literally represents in the film eventually is the patriarchy. Right. And that's probably easier to take than the satirical representation of 50 years of feminism, all these other things that put upon Barbie in a way that may or may not be fair, but still ought to be addressed. His is an easier shot, but he makes it look harder and in, as a result makes it look more easy to do. Like it's right, just, right. it's so weird that it circles back on itself. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Like, so, um, go ahead. You know, no, that's, that, that's yeah, it. Sorry. So, I just, uh, I think so jumping point. into how we have to bash on the film and uh, like yeah. we already, I guess, kind of are in, in a way. But so, okay, why is it eight and a half then? And yeah. basically, um, you know, first of all, I, I got to say, there's so much about this movie that I really love. Yeah. There was so much about the movie that I was, you know, I'm watching it and I'm going, I mean, Look at them go. What is this? Right? Like it was, uh, a lot of it was really fantastic. And a lot of it uh, that I kind of have a problem with is, I think the result of uh, Greta trying to get this movie made for so long. Yeah. um, And that is, that's a weird place to be in the movie biz when you get to a certain point of, wanting something to happen and trying to get something to be made. And it keeps getting kind of like pushed to the back burner because somebody actually wants you to do this or you, you know, you get whatever and, you know, movies don't get made in a week. So when you have to do some other movie, you know, that's, here's, here's like nine months. I'm not trying to get the thing I want. And it just goes on and on. Yeah. Um, because my two main problems with the movie uh, are, uh, oddly enough, it just doesn't go as hard as it should. Right. Which right. you would be surprised that someone would say that considering the backlash it's had. Right. <laughs> and how everyone hates it and yep. how, you know, all these people are like, ooh, bad feminism and, yep. oh, look at this ridiculous misogyny. And, yeah. you know, it's become like this whole political thing. Wonk. Speaking of which, I think it's uh, hilarious that Bill Maher had this thing uh, because I, I missed this because I, missed this I hate thing. him anyway. But, I, I I don't. But, but I he this. he releases this big thing about how like somehow the movie is flawed and stupid because the board of Mattel is all men when oh, the yeah. board of Mattel in reality right now is not all men. Right. It's like you know. It's like. 30 or percent women. Right. Or, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know Whatever, what the not, exact percentage says, is. Right. right? Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, but it, it's not all men. Right. And so now somehow the movie's bad because oh, what a that's, dumb thing. I mean, you watch this movie and like, that's what you come away with right. is wait a minute, the Mattel board isn't all men. Yeah. You're, blah, blah, blah. I mean, whatever the hell now, it is, right? Now doesn't move like this. When he yeah, flies. I don't know. It, it's uh, it's really goofy. That's really but, dumb. Uh, 
But going into this movie, and especially as the movie starts like dragging me along, yeah, you know, and I'm and it's great and I love it and everything. And then it just kind of goes, you know, sort of this stuff and not completely this stuff. Like it should have just been more right worse yeah harder and like if you're gonna do this do it you yeah. can't you can't sort of do this right thing and and i mean in in some cases it kind of really does you know whatever yeah but this is a movie where uh i mean you know thank god for a movie that's just going misogyny bad and right. has these uh it, the you know there are a couple scenes where uh you get like um america yeah. uh gives For, like a yeah. little speech and stuff right yeah. and it's like you know that is supposed to take the place of the right. movie actually going real hard there. right yeah instead of just making the movie Look, this is the movie and we're doing it. Right. We're just going to have her like talk for like 45 seconds and give a little speech. Right. And I, and I'm watching that and I'm going, you know, I mean, you know, fine, great okay. great speech, yeah. but that's not how you make a movie Show, don't and tell. and yeah. and really like nail this stuff like yeah. <laughs> you you haven't really like earned having that speech and you shouldn't have that speech anyway you shouldn't have just a character delivers a message by just standing there talking to everybody you should you know this is a movie where theoretically and you know for all of like i said the like right-wing political pundits uh you know it it worked well enough that they want to bash on it or whatever so i mean it did things at least that well but this is a movie that's supposed to be just jamming your thumb in the eye of the world, right? You you can't do that. And, you know, it's like um, since we were talking about Birds of Prey or right. whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like you can't, like, like half-ass being, right. <laughs> being like that character in that movie yeah, right? harley quinn you can't just yeah. like phone you can't be that. like kind of harley quinn right. right if you're gonna be harley quinn and have a movie you're gonna be harley quinn yeah. and and this movie where it just it really takes its foot off the gas yeah. i'm like man you know and and the worst part of it for me is that uh just to try and get my own you know not really representative sample of sure. people in my family who saw it yeah. and we're like, this is awesome. Right. And I'm like, ah, oh, but see, it's not awesome. <laughs> that probably went over well. Like you're bringing the awesomeness right. to it. Right. right? Like it's, it's awesome it because it's yeah. because what you did to it after yeah. the fact, not what it actually did. And it just bugged me more and more yeah. that it didn't, actually you know like draw blood do it. like do go because it. Right? it start it, it it you know if you take that metaphor it's already shown it had a sword and it used right. it in the first five minutes right and it acerbically sort of sometimes surgically makes cuts and you're like yeah yeah and for a minute you might forget that mattel had to sign off on this right because they're not going to make themselves look that stupid 
even the wink wink nod nod things like there's a moment later when the Mattel president and the board are dealing with Barbie and you're like yeah yeah we can sell this right you know and you're like okay that's ha ha but that's not as sharp as it should have been right could have been and needs to be yeah I I totally and, agree. and and even another like big one for me was the the fact that the Ken stuff was selling yeah was something they should have like right. It, it you know the, it happens in the movie like kind of weirdly in passing yeah. you know like it's right. somebody hands somebody a paper and you get to glance at it for a second and then we move right on right, right? Yeah. but we don't like really like you know give that a good like what the hell is going on here and, yeah. and why and stuff there's there's so much of it that i just and you know like i said that doesn't mean the movie is two right it's still no, eight no, and a half just, but right. it's like it just really should have and and the reason i i bring up greta you know is like it's like a decade she's been trying to make this movie right. and it's like a decade that clearly like her and noah Baumbach have right. been writing it pitching it trying to get somebody to actually put money into it and mm -hmm. all this stuff and you know that if you had the first draft from a decade ago, yeah, it's the it movie sharper. that I want it to be, right? <laughs> and now it's like, well, I mean, but sure. keep not being able to get Maybe it made. Iterations and, later, and uh, okay. So before I uh, just babble forever on that, the other thing that for me took it down is there is so much in this movie that just isn't actually funny. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this movie that in, you know, in some theoretical way, when you're jotting down notes or whatever, that sound like we could do something funny with it. Yeah. But instead, what they did was like, just straight do it. Right. Right. Like, like we were coming up with parts to have in the movie that we could do some funny things. And there were things that were funny, right? Yeah. Throw away things. But this like, movie should have been hilarious, yeah. right? This movie should have been and could easily have been, you know, this, it should have been like, like up there. Yeah. Like a seriously, like uh history of, cinema up there somewhere right it should have been hilarious and there were so many things that happened uh, pretty rapid fire at points where you're like that exact thing you're doing has a really easy to see funnier way to do it yeah. and it would be hilarious right. but it's like they got that they, they ended up with a bunch of bullet points of yeah uh like make a joke about this Right. And, you know, do a scene about this that'll be funny or whatever. And instead of, like, coming up with the joke, right, like, they just said this yeah. and went, see, it's just funny because, we like, we mentioned that right. or whatever. Right. And, and not actually, like, fleshing out, like, some funniness, right? right? right. Like, there's, there's so much of it that you watch where you go... I don't know. It's like it reminded me of like really early Seinfeld talking about comedians. Right. right. <laughs> you know, like where he goes. Uh or, you know, even better is like um uh what's his name? Uh oh man, I can't remember his name. Um well, forget it. Um 
but there's uh the other like famous comedian who's like just making fun of comedians like Seinfeld, right? You know, where it's like, you know, Seinfeld is like, you know, did, did you, you ever know? Did this? you ever this? Yeah, ha, 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 that's funny. And right. there's no joke about it, right? Right? He just goes, "Did you ever notice this?" And you go, "I have noticed that." <laughs> I can't remember. I I can't believe I can't that's remember. A, It'll hit you, a comedian. It'll I'm trying that. to think of. But there was so much of it where it just kind of went, see how this is funny? Right. And you're like, oh, I, I see where that would be funny. Right. You didn't actually make it funny. You just pointed yeah. out to me the idea that it right. could be funny. And, yeah. you know, and it, and that got really old because I'm like, man, if somebody else yeah. had a rewrite of a few of these things, right. Right, it would just be hilarious. So anyway. there's There's a couple things. And again, you know thankfully you'll get all the emails for this, you know, but I mean it, I mean it from a good faith point of view. There's a couple things here that just felt like not Mattel fan service and not just Barbie fan service, because that's where things like Alan and all the other characters pop up. It kind of felt like feminism fan service. Like we have to make a, a statement right. or a comment about this. Cause if we don't, well, we missed that opportunity, but we just want to check a box instead of invest a moment to do something in a scene that reveals character or or advances the action or puts the protagonist and the antagonist in a place. But instead, and again, like with America Ferreira's, you know, soliloquy, you know, really, if this were an off-Broadway right. play, she would stage left and like right. and they hit her and she goes into this monologue. And it's a powerful, effective, and as far as I can tell, it's a true, true as true can be set of statements but it's right. just so weirdly done when and, and again not to just really echo everything you said but i i felt the same thing it, you you have to show don't tell like that's the best thing if you just we talk about this all the time in films where characters are like well he's my brother well okay i guess if you're your brother you just said it five times right. well, we're family and i'm not just ripping on the you know, Fast and the Furious films, <clears throat> there were times where people are like, he's my best friend. I'm not. And I'm like, I don't believe this, except you just keep saying it. Right. Like there's nothing there except for bad storytelling in those instances. And here with Noah and Greta, I expect because they do deliver and have delivered so much better. It didn't feel like a studio note. It just felt like a misstep. Right. And in that regard, when it's a misstep, I'm like, again, we don't sit in the theater with clipboards and I'm like right. half a star there, right, half a star right. here. You know, it's not like that, but mentally that adds up. Right. There's a part of me that thought also when I saw it, when I felt like I didn't get everything I wanted, which I think is very interesting about the film experience for Barbie as a whole this summer, because so many people are actually sort of tacking the film for they're not getting what they want from the film, not taking the film as what it was given to them and saying, well, yeah, that was a great piece of art and satire. But they're like, it didn't really address this thing that I feel. Make your own Barbie film. Right. You know, that kind right, of thing. Right. But one of the things that I felt when I when I realized that it was doing things differently for me reminded me of a little bit when I saw Wonder Woman when we saw Wonder Woman, but a lot when we saw Black Panther, which is when I thought, I can spectate this film, but it's not for me. Right. Like on some small level, because I've only lived as a guy right. and never had the societal implications and 
permutations of Barbie culture put on me, good or bad, I only get so much of this. Right. I also think I can think and empathize outside of that experience for a lot of things, but only if the movie gives it to me. Right. And I feel like, again, the problem with the film is it just didn't give it to me. Right. It went far enough in some things, but it just, it, it just, it, and it's not that it seemed to have a, stu- like I said, it doesn't feel like a studio corrected them or they weren't allowed to make fun of something. It just felt like in a weird way, it wasn't interested to do it, but later showed a great interest to just name drop feminist idea and i i was really sort of uneven about it right you know it just felt weird right hopefully the fact that we are old white men is uh is somewhat uh i guess tempered by the fact that our problem is it's not harder right Right. (laughs) like that it should be should be actually our complaint is that it should be more feminist more feminist more hard, more accountable. You know, it's easy to see so many people comparing this with the Lego film, the Lego movie, and whatever version of it. I mean, just the original one. But the problem with the Lego movie is it didn't have to defend itself against, you know, pop cultureism. Right. Barbie is, if you love Barbie, Barbie's a fantastic thing. And it facilitates all these things like you can be a stewardess or a doctor and all these great things. Or... It's an oppressive weight that's always around the neck of everybody because you're expected to be six foot three and a certain measurement and a certain complexion. Like, I, I get that too. Legos don't have that problem. Legos could just tell a fun, interesting right. commercial story that takes shots at everything. I wanted more of South Park, which when they come for somebody, they come for everyone, even themselves. Right. Not someone who in the middle of a roast starts to eulogize you. And I felt that was really, because I thought when it was working its best, it's roasting itself, Mattel, the culture, the the hideousness and the beauty of everything that is army, pink, blue, everything, instead of just the dichotomy and the the binary of, well, everything's blue on Ken's side and everything's pink on Barbie's side. You know, you've got to pick. I'm like, no, you guys are missing what you could have really had in your hand. And they had it, dude, that was in their hand. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, like you were saying about the, here's the feminist, you know, boxes we have to check or whatever. I do think there was a fair amount of that where uh, they did seem like what they would do sometimes is, here's an idea of feminism, right? And, And basically we'll kind of, we'll look at it for like 10 seconds. Right. And now it's in the movie and we're good. Right. We and, and we can do something yeah. else. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I I don't know, you know, the exact story of right. the creation of this movie, except what I do know, which, which is, is right. that it like took forever and all this stuff. Uh, but it seems like somehow there were a variety of things where, you know, stuff got added yeah to what they were doing and and it's like well you have to mention this or whatever you know it's like if you're in the in the way that doesn't matter it's the same sort of thing as you know if it took you like 10 years to make the lego movie right and you know lego kept coming out with new guys or new things or whatever and people kept coming in going this guy's got to be in the movie. Now. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Like, yeah. I don't know how to have that guy in the movie. Well, it doesn't matter. Just as long as we see him yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay. I mean, he's over there, there in the scene yeah. and, right. you know, whatever. And there was some, it just felt like that's what happened. Yeah. 
I'm not saying that's what happened. Right. It's but just, there's a lot of it where it just feels like that's what happened. We have this little note we have to hit, so we hit it. Yeah. And then it's like, here's this. and But we don't. If you're not going to do it, then don't right, then do it. Don't right? be, then yeah, just, don't touch it. Then just, yeah. it, you can't be everything in the one movie. Yeah. Because then what you are is, you know, kind of watered down. Right. And, not, and this movie started out for the first half hour, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm God. like, man, they are going, this is a bloodbath coming. Yeah, this, it, is, this, this is, is like a bright pink, uh-huh. you know, flowery rainbow. Yeah like death sickle and yeah. i'm like awesome yeah right, Bring it. right? yeah and then yeah. it wasn't really right but i mean you know it does do what it does but it just could have been it could have been harder and better and there yeah. could have been more uh you know the daughter was not the yeah. greatest character right but the theory of the daughter right could have been you know, better, better and, and could have like kept going. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. and, and even my daughter yeah. <laughs> said, uh, you know, what happens is at some point we go bang and we're friends with our mom again. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah, it's like, wait, what? Yeah. Like it's, there's a lot that happens in, in the movie too, where it's like, ah, look, it's Barbie. Like we don't right. have to really, whatever right you know progress things or whatever it's right. it's barbie world we right. change their clothes and they're a different person uh-huh. we decide that we're friends now and we're friends now and stuff like that and and the problem for me really comes um a lot of the time in conversations especially because as we keep saying right this is noah Baumbach and Greta gerwig just in the last six seven years they have both written things right where it, you know they know how to write conversations, yeah. and clearly you know we're writing Barbie conversations, right. so that's right. going to be its own thing too. Right. But they know how to write people talking to each other, yeah. and how to really like you know just in the last couple Noah Baumbach movies, whether yeah. you love them or hate them, right? Uh, j- the things that he can just suddenly pull out and like lay on the floor in front yeah. of you to stare at from right. like a one minute conversation that sounds completely real like yeah. what people would say and it, like he can get to stuff yeah and i agree and so can greta yeah and sure. we could have done it here and we didn't there's a oh sorry but but still yeah. it's really really good yeah uh, yeah <laughs> there's a fun echo i don't know how many people except us have seen it uh noah's last film white noise yeah there's a fun feeling it doesn't it's not related it's not like a tie in there's a feeling between and and greta and he are a couple they're they or they're partners they're working together they're in each other's films uh you know and greta is in white noise there was such a just tangible feeling of familiarity with the dance ballet that happens in Barbie with the white noise shopping. Right, right. Like I'm watching that and I'm going, sons of bitches, you're you're right. giving me the same vibes. Right, like it's right. not the it's not even the, the same act at all. It's just there's a feeling there, and I loved watching that. Um uh I, I don't disagree with any of that at all. I think also as a small nitpicky thing, um, I would take Will Ferrell out of this film. He's the 
president of the Mattel board and yeah. he's only here because he's Will Ferrell and somebody thinks that's a good idea because right. Will Ferrell is when he's not doing his own films and he's not really being Frank the Tank anymore like he's he's another version of Will Ferrell who is always remembered as being the guy from Saturday Night Live the cowbell guy you know he was just a distraction. Like yeah. He didn't do a thing. You take him out and you put anybody in that role. You put Jason Alexander, speaking of Seinfeld, or anybody in that role, and it's the same thing. He doesn't do anything there. The other thing that I wanted to mention quickly is, man, Kate McKinnon is really like talented beyond measure and i just can't wait for her to stop doing the melissa mccarthy thing right you know melissa mccarthy is a talented actress who when she stops making fat jokes about herself and doing these dumb ad-lib scenes that no one knows how to say cut on she's really strong as a performer but kate mckinnon gets to a place where she can actually just act and someone will trust her with a role i'm not saying she's going to be meryl streep damn it she's got talent galore People are always just throwing her in this thing. It kind of reminds me of like the new version of Jane Lynch. Like she's talented, except you just put her in a box and you're like, you're really good at this. So we just want you to do that. And you're like, well, right, right. Amy, you know, yeah. but still her whole thing is like the creepy Barbie, uh, you know, it, it's effective. It's not the same feeling I had with Will Ferrell where I'm like, you don't need that because strangely, I think the creepy Barbie had to be in the film because people either played with Barbies or they took their heads off and kept them in shoeboxes right. or darkened their eyes and did all these dark things to them. Um, and to be fair, they do that in Toy Story too. Like there's the right. bad kid who makes the monster toys. I just, I just want to see her do something other than what she's doing. Right. You know, she's she's a wasted talent. Uh, yeah. She has to do this. I I think that they could have actually, you know, done a little bit more with, with her with her existence yeah. and why she's there and it yeah. would have actually added to other parts of the yeah, film where she's not even there better exploration of stuff but yeah. we would have had i think that uh i think they kind of hint yeah at you know an idea where the kids that make the creepy barbies yeah are actually the ones who are doing it right right but they don't really go they don't there. Go there, right? but they no, I know. they hint at that, right? And yeah. that I think idea they could have thrown out yeah. could have kind of permeated yeah. everything else that was going on yeah, around it uh, to a much more interesting degree. Yeah, but I do kind of agree. She is kind of stuck. Yeah, in she acts basically like this, right? And it's like whatever you see her in, she's got. You know, even, uh, you know, the last couple years of Saturday Night Live, yeah. right? It's like whatever she's in, you know, if she's playing someone, yeah. she's actually playing that character playing yeah. at someone. Yeah. And it, it is. It's, it's really – but when she's not, she's good. She's it's great. like it, – it is. It's just like you said, Jane Lynch. You know, if yeah. you see uh, Jane Lynch in any of the Christopher Guest yeah. Uh, yeah. completely – ad-libbed mostly right movies right she's insanely she's awesome right? right but there's definitely like a, a time where she is really just like that yeah. same character that from like too. glee or yeah, whatever yeah. like she's just kind of that know. person in most stuff and yeah. and kate mckinnon is kind of <laughs> in that same box a dumb throwaway before you finish the rest of your thing i 
firmly believe if you just suddenly stop the Barbie film and put a proton pack back on her, she's in Ghostbusters. Right, like, right. It's the, that's how close that she's being that character. Again. Right. But, yeah. So. It, yeah. It really is. But uh, so anyway, now that we've uh, trashed on it and said everything that's wrong with it, um, it it's uh, it's stunningly gorgeous, right? Yeah. I think the thing that is weird and interesting is like the very beginning part with the whole, yeah. uh, you know, monolith 2010, yeah. whatever, 2001, yeah, whichever. Um, you know, I thought that was fine, right? Yeah. For me, it went on too long. It's a real right? lot of, like, of We could have had, yeah. we could have rewritten that so it was like half as long. Sure. And I think it would have been at least as, as good, good. Yeah. right? Yeah. Um but but when you jump like the next few minutes of the movie, you really have to just go okay, this is happening, I guess. Right. right? Because it is it's a weird movie in in some way. It's a lot of weird decisions, even for making like a Barbie movie, and you really have to let it do what it's doing. Yeah. And if you do right yeah it's really an awesome movie yeah. uh, it's fun it's you know despite our nitpicky sure. wanting it to be 10 instead right. of eight right. and a half or whatever uh it's so fun almost all the time yeah it just should have also been funny right. is my complaint right but it's it's so fun and everyone is actually so good like yeah. we said and like Ryan Gosling is great, and it's weird to even talk about this movie in the sense of you know really good acting is going right, on. Right. You're like, wait, what? You it's think like it's so easy to phone it in? Bar- yeah. yeah, it uh, it seems like it. It's one of the terrible things about acting because yeah. most of the things in yeah. acting that are the hardest to do seem really easy or really simple or, yeah. or goofball or yeah. whatever or you know however they seem which is why historically you know comedies have a hell of a time uh, right getting nominated for any, anything because it seems like that's easy yeah what uh like and like i said margot robbie's great but i'm going to talk about ryan gosling because i think this is harder but margot robbie is really good in this and don't send me any letters but yeah. Uh, but like Ryan Ryan Gosling in this movie, you know, like you were just talking about Will Ferrell, you can't get anyone to do what Ryan Gosling did in this movie. No, nope. uh, I mean there are some people, yeah, right? It's it's not like no one else could have done but this also or whatever. Makes the part look like this, and but it, yeah, this is crazy this is hard stuff to yeah. get right with all of the various things he has to nail. Yeah. And especially, it's especially hard because he has to go through all these, you know, he goes to the real world, he finds yeah, out right, about yeah. stuff. Yeah. Huzzah, he's like got this awakening. But he also has to be yeah. doing like a Barbie version of doing that. Right. And he has right. to make that believable yeah. and and not like, uh, you know, having this awakening is actually breaking him out of being a Barbie, yeah. right? He has to do it in this exact way. It's harder than people think. <laughs> when when he comes back from the real world and understands what the patriarchy is and starts in implementing it and upsets Barbie and he looks at her and in that three second window, again, like you said earlier, where he has to run through nine emotions and he tells her, like, how does it feel? 
he is as vulnerable as he is at the end of La La Land. Right. With the haunting right. look of everything that's happened and will happen in that moment. Nobody can do that right. except Ryan Gosling. How amazing is I want to live everything everywhere all at once, the multiverses, the DCU, the MCU, all these things. I want to live in the universe that Ryan Gosling gets nominated for Best Supporting Actor and wins for Ken. And right, I want to right. hear that speech. Right. And I think we got a 50-50 shot at this right now. He's <laughs> he's possibly going to do it. Um, the movie's a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, the beginning scene for me, I thought I was going to get something sort of like Mel Brooks' History of the World Part 1. Right. Where I'm just like, I have no... I thought I knew exactly what this movie was going to do. And even from the first three minutes, I'm like, I have no clue what's happening. And right. I love it. Right. There's there's fun things where they break the fourth wall. Helen Mirren is the narrator, yeah. you know, and you don't even think she's in it that much. She actually does a fair amount of narrating. There's a moment where the film just breaks down and is so strange where she addresses the audience because Margot Robbie, as Barbie, is talking about beauty. And she says, you know, note to the producers, you shouldn't cast Margot Robbie right. if you want to do this. She's not the right avatar for that. And you're like... What meta hell is this that you just talked to me from something that when the film is mostly at its most fun, most enjoyable, most breakneck, just entertainment, it's when it's being weird. Yeah. And when it's not, when it's trying to preach or do, and again, we, I've said it a couple of times, you've said it a couple of times, it's easy to take that America Ferreira, you know, speech, that monologue and point to that being both great because it has to be said. But also, that's actually one of the worst parts of the film as a as a whole to nitpick on, because it's not like what everything else that's effectively being done. That's when the movie is not as its strongest. But geez, man, just right. let it go wild, and it's so much, so much fun. And, yeah, and I think um, we got to go pretty quick yeah. here because we're running out of time. But I think that, uh, like you, like you said, we shouldn't. I guess leave the wrong impression about uh, America's speech right. and everything. Right. 100%. The problem with the speech is there is so much other stuff in this movie that is really good yeah. that, you know, it's not, it's not like uh, it's gone all the way wrong on the whole feminist right. feminist thing. Right? right. It's just not going right enough, hard enough. Right. right? And there's so much in this movie that it earns yeah. solidly. Uh-huh. And and then you just throw in this speech where, but now we didn't really get that stuff, right? right? And I I feel like that whole speech would be better, even though, I mean, it's like a great speech, but if it was shorter yeah, and it sounded less like somebody giving a speech and more like somebody just off the cuff losing it. Right. Not manifest rambling, right? Yeah, right? right? You know, like uh, it, then yeah. it could have gone on, right, to like earn some of yeah. the stuff and be, you know, just that harder thing. But I also want to mention uh, before we have to go because uh, I sort of forgot about talking about it. But uh, the other thing that the movie does really great is really all these little tiny things, yeah, that may not really hit you how awesome they are like in the moment right until like you think about them later like one of the greatest things in this movie that no one will ever you know talk about or pay attention to because they're such the little perfect like notes yeah 
the part when Barbie is like losing it yeah. and like giving up right. and she like sits down on the grass, right? And she becomes more Barbie-like. Right. You know, right. she sits, she yeah. like falls Her over. Posture, everything. She just becomes more doll. doll. Yeah. That is so it's crazy. It's awesome. Yeah. And there is a ton of that in the movie Ken that we're thrown. not going to mention like yeah. every single thing that happens, but there's so much that goes on like that in the movie. That yeah. It's great. Ken gets thrown in part of the action scenes and he's not thrown like a human. He's thrown like a Ken doll. Right, being right. Stiff-limbed and turning. Right. Uh, the quick aside, yeah, I agree. The The criticisms of America's uh, monologue isn't because I'm an old white guy. I don't like what you're saying. Blah, blah, blah. Shut up. Oak shield. You know, no, right, right. actually not at all. I like what she's saying. I wanted it to be harder. I right. wanted it to go faster and harder. And be in the movie be in better the than, as right. opposed to just saying it. I yeah. wanted it to do something because it's around this scene where all the Barbies are sort of like being stupefied and brainwashed by the patriarchy and how right. sudden they're they're so sure of things and one of the funnest moments in that latter part of the film for me is when they're all converting the barbies who've been brainwashed they wake them up in the moments of all of these actresses who are like you know i love ken i really just want to hear him play guitar at oh my god what have i done and they come back to who they are the message there is if you distract men long enough, you can vote and you get your power back. And I can't think of a better friggin' message right. at a better time to do that. Like, I'm not crapping on America Ferrer because I don't like what she's saying. I wanted it to be as hard as that. I right. wanted it to tell me that. And the simple fact that Barbies get their power back by voting because they distracted the men is absolutely appropriate. Right. Like, I love it. I just wanted the other things to rise to it. Like you said. So, yeah. I mean, and again, talking about it, I feel like I was seven and a half, eight. I'm feeling like eight now. And I'm feeling like eight. I want to watch it again. Maybe right, go right. hot. Like, you know, it, this thing's certainly going to have a sequel. It's made too much money. Right. I mean, this is an incredible blockbuster thing. Maybe they'll do some things the second swing. I, I don't know. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. But, man, this is a hell of a fun thing. Get, get out of your way and go see it. And have a blast. Yeah. This would be an awesome movie to not have a sequel for. It really actually. would. But, it really would. You know how the world works. Yeah. I also want to say uh, just one more thing, really quickly, because you were talking about, uh, you know, the breaking the women out of the thing. Yeah. Another one of the things that the movie does really great that if it wasn't this great, it wouldn't really hurt anything, but it does do it great. Yeah. Which, as I keep saying, all more irritates me about the yeah, other right, stuff that right. they don't do great or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But once when the Kens get all you know patriarchified, yeah. right? Yeah, they really get patriarchified yeah. great yeah. compared to like what we had at the beginning. Right. Um because there's the part where they're playing the guitar, they're all sitting yeah. there around the oh, beat. God, that's great. And the part where the women start not being interested. In yeah. them just playing guitar and their reaction to that, right? Yeah. yeah. Their reaction to the idea that you're not just interested in whatever, right. you know, fawning over yeah, whatever right. idea I had. They're like complete bewilderment suddenly because yeah. they've been patriarchy, right? Yeah. That is so like well done. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in the movie. That was, that was, <laughs> that was really awesome. Yeah. But also you've got, uh, you know, trying to get this whole thing in where, you know, we're trying to get this Ken 
Arby idea to come through where, you know, it wasn't right in the beginning either. Right. But we're kind of not doing that part as much as we're doing everything else and, you know, whatever you can't do everything everywhere. But we kind of like have this sad pen trying to talk about things. I don't know. I don't know. But that that was actually uh, pretty well done. Uh, All right. We've got to get out of here. And God knows how long this is at this point. But uh, next week, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do, but we have to catch up on so many things. Um, And uh, we've got at least like Oppenheimer and a couple other, uh, you know, big things we've got to get to. And as much as people think I'm crazy for saying this, uh, you know, we're getting close to the part of the year again where we always are going to have to do like two or three movies at a time. So we've got so many things to catch up on next week that we'll we'll probably have to do that now. Yeah. God knows if that might just continue continue the rest of the year because there's too much. Uh, Thanks for tuning in and uh, apologies for our technical issues. Uh, Please, please rate, subscribe, like us on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Thanks. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.